Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. Joining us, our host, Tom Dupree, Missy Clifton, and we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. So that's Crosby, Stills, and Nash. After they were Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Then after they were Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Then after they were Crosby and Nash and Stills and Young. And they, they, they did this album. I don't know. This might have been... Late 90s. No, no, you know what? It wasn't. It's was like maybe late 70s. But anyway, the message is how much time we waste. Sometimes in resentments, people we love. And we don't just say, you know what? Despite everything that we disagree about, I love you. And it's very important because, you know, it, it could be that uh, you, you wake up one day and that person's no longer there. And, you, and sometimes it's impossible to break through. It, it requires difficult times to sort of break down walls. And uh, thank God for those because, you know, when you really get down to it, I mean, there is nothing in life that you hold on to other than relationships and uh, love. That's that's all there really is. And, you know, it's really hard to learn sometimes because I know that I get these ideas in my head. Well, that person was wrong. They, they did me wrong or this or that. I can never forgive this. But sometimes there's a little crack of grace that breaks through that enables you you know, to go and, and repair a relationship that seemed seemingly unrepairable prior to that, you know. And I think sometimes you have to pray for that. You have to be ready for it when it, when it shows up. Okay, I'm going to read from the book of Revelation. This is the 21st chapter. 
starting at verse 1. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I saw John, and I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he sat upon the throne and said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his son, and he shall, I mean, I will be his God, and he shall be my son. So, you know, we look at the world nowadays, and um, quite often it seems as if the bad guys are winning in just about everything that you look at. The truth is, for me anyway, I have to believe that it's part of a bigger plan and that it's all getting revealed, you know, what people's true intentions are, who they really are. You don't know who somebody really is until the you-know-what is hitting the fan. Things aren't going so good. Then the true character gets revealed. Sometimes when there's nothing happening, there's nothing difficult happening, it's easy for people to sort of be lulled into complacency and, and sort of, you know, their true character doesn't get revealed because it doesn't have to be. You see what I'm saying? They don't see you nodding. This is radio. It's not. It's not TV. If and isn't it a shame once again? If we had a YouTube channel. Oh well, then, imagine, they, then you could just nod. Imagine and, all and the would, things that would be revealed. Yeah. Well, just let's just keep imagine. it radio for a while, okay? I mean, I'm. They, they I'm could good see with, your hair now, standing straight up on end. If I could lose another twenty pounds yeah. and you know look like Missy. <laughs> Yeah, you could. You'd also have to brush your hair and. Wait, I got to yeah, tell you, put your makeup on. D- downtown Lexington. Put my heels listen, on. Listen to me. <laughs> it, you're sitting there talking about you know being able to read body language and if people actually could see us while we're talking, because right. they would understand what we were getting ready to say before we even said it. So Missy, when she senses that there's some kind of a thing getting ready to happen, she starts edging closer to the to microphone. The, it's like that's the referee. I, in I'm her. getting ready to say my piece. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the other I'm thing, stepping up to the mic do you know one of one of the things that was really interesting when we were well and sometimes we still do have to do have somebody on the phone when we're traveling wherever to go see companies or whatever we take the board with us and we call the office and have somebody on the phone the 
communication that goes on visually. Non-verbally or, you know. Yeah, when, when you're looking at somebody when you're recording, you can't replace that. Yeah, you can't replace it. So, well, we have a pretty good unit here because rapport. we've been we've had a lot of things that we went through together back during COVID, and and you know we've kind of built trust among each other. I mean, at least I think we have trust. <laughs> anyway, wait, wait a minute. Let, well, let, so let me finish. She's like let, let me finish my story. Let me finish my story. <laughs> Downtown Lexington, you know, we're, we're Dupree Financial is right on Main Street, and all of a sudden here comes the the fire trucks, here comes the police, the 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 woo-woos, the lights, everything is just going. I mean, the it's just woo-woos. rammed up. Yeah, when was it was, this? That's, that's what my kids used to call the you know the woo-woos. Was, was this today? Earlier yes, today? earlier to, earlier today. And what happened was is that the fire truck. Um, all of a sudden, next thing we know, we're, the ladder's going up. I haven't seen on a our ladder. building. No, on above the Kentucky Theater. Oh, really? And up goes two guys. Well, we are all. This is this is high entertainment. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and downtown is interesting. So, all right. So, so two policemen are going up the ladder. We're watching them. They get to the top, and we're like, "Is somebody? Is somebody up there? You know, is because they are going up, you know, quickly to go see something that's on top of this building." And it was so funny because we're all laughing, you know, not even knowing, not being anywhere near, just watching these two guys on the roof. The guy gives the universal sign, you know, puts both hands out, like. What do they call us up here for? And we all just busted out laughing because well, really the other wasn't. guy was like, I don't know. You, you didn't have to be. You you knew what they were saying just by their body the, language. The verbal cues. Yeah, and, and then the hands don't go in the hips, going. you know, going, okay, now what are we supposed to do? Yeah. And then they're yelling back to the people down on the ground. So it was, as I said, and there was, it was, it was all to do for nothing. And yeah. we are recording this on Thursday afternoon. This is, That's right. This is, frame so of let's, reference. Let's, let's don't go there because I could get off on that. But Okay. Anyway, see, but it was, it was, as I said, the... You didn't. You didn't need verbal communication. All you needed was the hand signals. Enough well, said. All right. Let me, let me just real quickly go back to this thing. So I, I hope that what you're going to say kind of goes along with this. But when you see things falling apart, there's also stuff being rebuilt. Sometimes things have to fall apart the way they've been going to ultimately replace it with something that's better, and so. It, you know, in, 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 in business, they call it creative destruction. Who used to be, you know, 50 years ago, the unparalleled leader in photography? What company? Kodak. Kodak. Is that right? Yeah. Where is Kodak today? Sure. Obsolete. Gone. Gone. They didn't keep recreating themselves. Okay. What kind of camera looked like it was going to replace the Kodak camera uh, 60 years ago? I don't know. Instant. Oh, like the the Polaroid the thing? Polaroid things? No, it's like not a thing. He's it's doing charades over here. No, so I'm, so I, all these things that looked like they were going to replace, and it, it never happened. I mean, you know, the, the, there are over the years, there are companies – that didn't change what company used to be the number one company in technology in, in computer technology. Everybody knew it. They had an office here in Lexington, a large one. Dell. Was it? No. Elizabeth. Tom. We're talking like 50 years ago, 60 years. Well, make that clear. Who had that big typewriter division? IBM. 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 
is literally dwarfed. I'd be out. By Apple, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Google, you know, Microsoft. And they don't make hardware. IBM was a hardware and software company. They made these big computers. Everybody thought you have to have IBM everything. Well, and then but Apple. Their people Apple. all went around and dressed in white shirts and ties, kind of like your dad used to dress for everything. White shirt and tie just, you know, look like an IBM salesman or a Procter & Gamble salesman. They always had those people. And then these guys in T-shirts and flip-flops lapped them again and again and again. You have to be understand that the old stuff has to break. What did Jesus talk about? You can't put new wine in old wineskins. It'll crack. It won't hold it. You know, that's in the that's in the New Testament, sweetheart. Look at me. Like, you lost You've me. been sitting in church for years <laughs> yeah, hearing sorry. the gospel. What were you doing? Looking on your phone? No, no, absolutely I mean, not. No, I, I, but it's, I miss, it's a I scripture. That yeah, you can't put new wine into old wineskins. It'll break it open. What, what do you try to do? You know, we're stodgy in some way. You put a bunch of kids in here, we would either change or break open. You know, in other words, the bottom line is the new generation and they're not going to stand for these old politicians that are corrupt and have been doing it their same way. All right, yeah, I know you've got stuff. It's no, kind no, of no, along but, no, those I think, lines. I think that, yeah, I think it actually is a nice segue because uh, last week we were talking about Mike Johnson, the new Speaker of the House yep. from Louisiana. We were talking about his very conservative background, uh, the, the much the information he's put out there about himself, which is very conservative. Uh, he's on both a personal as well as a political level. Sure. Um, and I just thought it was curious. I was, I was talking to you earlier that, you know, NBC just ran a story headlined in his first act. Speaker Mike Johnson uses Israel aid to pick a fight with Joe Biden, <laughs> which I thought it was Because he didn't tie it to, to Ukraine. That's right. That's exactly right. Because, and if right. everybody will remember last year um, that the Biden uh, administration, as well as his fellow Democrats passed a, massive bill under the name of the Infla Inflation Reduction Act. Which was anything but. Exactly. And it awarded, part of it was it awarded the IRS $80 billion to hire the world's largest army of IRS agents. Yeah. To Is go that billion after, with a B or? With a B to go after wealthy tax evaders, those Pesky, wealthy tax evaders. Right. And, you know, of course, it left a lot of people wondering, you know, how many how many wealthy tax evaders are there to justify this massive cost? Okay, so. So, what is it? And, and, oh, let's, let's, let's talk about one of the biggest tax, wealthy tax evaders sitting in Maui right now. You know, the irony. Oprah, Oprah well, the irony of, of Hunter Hunter Biden's tax problems, you know, certainly it becomes kind of a an interesting thought to Is be he in Maui. I thought I think he was in Maui. Yeah, I think he's living in uh, the house in Maui right now. If I understood that, Biden's correctly. got a house in Maui. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. But at any rate, so you know, as I said, the the, the irony of I mean, the really of the Hunter Hunter Biden's tax problems on this, you know, this this effort is is not is not wasted. So, so if you were given a an interview with Hunter. Biden, would you? 
I don't know that I could even be in the same room with him. I'd I, have I, to have a hazmat I, I think, suit on. I think I have seen more. Of, do it on Zoom. I have seen more of that of that individual that no one has need. I, I didn't. Nobody needed to see. I think most Americans have seen more of Hunter Biden than they needed to see. You're in talking the, about his weenie. Oh, ja. uh, <laughs> I think everything that has been shown, whether it's been fuzzed out or not, is just more than anybody. I don't needs think to the FCC is going to bust us on that. All right. Well, any rate, so oh, just listen. So as it's out there, though, you know what I was going to yeah, say I'd is say that Speaker is. Johnson he successfully and promptly passed a fourteen billion dollar Israeli aid package. Just what Biden right. wanted, but without any aid for Ukraine, as you said. And this is all great. But the really interesting part of this that was the political finesse of this is that to pay for this emergency aid, they it was done by downwardly adjusting the IRS's $80 billion bonus. Okay. This guy, the, the reason the left are so afraid of it is number one, they can't dig up any dirt on him. They're not going to be able to hound him like they have Donald Trump because Donald Trump's a businessman with lots of moving parts. You can always say, well, he did wrong this and they're going to sue him over this or that. They're not going to be able to do this with this guy. And they are now, uh, you know, Jen Psaki came out the other day, good old Jen Psaki Red, I like to call her. She uh, said, the reason to not like this guy is because he's a Christian and he believes in the Bible. That was, that was basically what she said. The, the attacks are going to be leveled at him for being who he is. And what they don't like is that with his humble wisdom, he will figure out how to put the screws to them six ways to Sunday and then chuckle about it which Kevin McCarthy never would do because he would Kevin McCarthy was so sliced and diced, so compromised. He was like the girl that's been passed around, you know, among friends. He didn't know who he was anymore. He was just a lost guy and people finally figured it out that you couldn't I mean, I don't think it was even so much his fault. It was the fact that he was so compromised that he couldn't be trusted. This guy's absolutely the opposite. And right up until the end, Kevin McCarthy was trying to sabotage him to come back because you got to think Kevin McCarthy, think Democrat party. So you got a Democrat person trying to run. Why did they vote for him? 220. That's every Republican vote went for him. I mean, the fact is they knew this, this was something that's bigger than what we can figure out. That's why I feel some hope, not only, you know, for everything else, but even the bond market that we see, because everything we talk about, this spending and stuff, guess what? They got to borrow it. That affects what we do as an investment uh, group, because we are sort of taking the stance that if inflation begins to slow and if we could impose fiscal discipline and not and began to start lowering the uh, amount we're borrowing as a country, what's that going to do to government bonds? We think it'll help them in terms of their price. But, and that's where we've, that's the way we've invested. This is all, in my opinion, good. These are good developments. 
Absolutely. Um, I thought it was a bit, I'll go back again and tell you, I think it's a little bit of, of political genius on, on his part. And, you know, actually I sent you the um, Speaker Johnson and what his, what his platform was for, you know, what he, six things or seven, seven core principles of conservatism, which are very quickly. And I know we're running out of time for the first half, but they are individual freedom, limited government, the rule of law, peace through strength, fiscal responsibility, free markets, and human dignity. And I say amen. Okay. As we sit here, the 10-year U.S. Treasury is trading at a yield of 4.68%. It got all the way to 5% within the last week. A lower yield is a good thing for the bond market. The lower the yields go, the prices begin to come up. That is a sign in some way of faith in the Treasury. Did they get cheaper than they should have gotten? Probably. Did that create a buying opportunity? Absolutely. There you have it. That's my little thing. Oh, you are right on time today. Perfect. You've been listening to the Tom Dupree Show. Missy Clifton sitting in with Tom. If you'd like to hear more of the Tom Dupree Show, you can always go to our website, dupreefinancial.com, and click on the radio tab. As always, we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. We'd love for you to come see us for an appointment and evaluation of your portfolio, 859-233-0400. You can schedule an appointment directly on the website as well on the homepage. We'll be back in just a minute with more of the Tom Dupree Show. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Tom Dupree. You've heard me describe bonds as being timely investments lately. Recently, there have been numerous pieces of economic news which may be pointing to a recession. One of them is that credit card use among consumers has declined. Recessions almost always are accompanied by lower interest rates. Lower interest rates mean generally higher bond prices. At many times in the past, the best time to buy things have been when the outlook is unfavorable. For a no-cost, no-obligation examination of your retirement investment portfolio, call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. Also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturday mornings at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at DupreeFinancial.com.
just how the story ends. The road is long and it takes its time on that. Welcome back to the Tom Dupree Show for the second half of the first hour. Joining us, our host, Tom Dupree, with Missy Clifton, and we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. This is a very haunting song. This is an album that was put out by just David Crosby and Graham Nash in 2004. Uh you got Leland Sklar on the bass, Russ Kunkel on drums. Those guys are session men that have been on like half of every album made in Los Angeles in the last 60 years. I mean, they, I bet Lee Sklar's got 17,000 album credits, literally. He's a session guy, you know, he's a hard guy. And he's done 1,300 YouTube videos since COVID. He's been doing one almost, he's worth looking at, and his wife is very sick right now. He's got this huge beard. He's in his 70s. Lee Sklar at Leland Sklar, S-K-L-A-R. Russ Kunkel, there's a a song on uh, YouTube where Ringo, Joe Walsh, and Lee Sklar, you got two drummers. Anyway, it's, but this is, collaboration you know David Crosby and Graham Nash were the most harmonic members of Crosby, Stills and Nash and they could sing so well together of course David Crosby incredibly sort of volatile personality I mean just a guy that caused trouble just to cause trouble and and, and Stephen Stills said that when it was all four of them, and Neil Young only lasted a year, you know, when it was Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, like 1971 to 72, Stephen Stills said it was like a hockey team. They were always just butting into each other, you know, fighting and making incredible music. But, uh, and it's like anything else, um, you don't realize what you've missed until it's over with. Thank God for YouTube. I mean, imagine if we were having to go buy old CDs and 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 find the songs, you know, to play and, and set up some Bluetooth thing. I mean, technology and the way it is today makes this entire show possible. And Elizabeth Host Dupree digging in and and deciphering all this stuff i could have never done it she figured out how to run all this stuff where to buy it um oh you're too kind no i'm okay you want me to lie about it like oh i did it that would be a lie no people know why i'm actually on this show 
I don't no think they doubt. do. Well, why would why? Because no, I get us in and they out don't all always time. No, yep. it isn't just that. It's the it's the technology. It's all of it. Anyway, thank you. So Tom. you know, and then Missy does this remarkable research, which is always well studied out. You know, she she gets really excited about it, and and because she's such a good digger. No, well, no, and and part of it is because she really believes in in what she's doing like if it was just me sitting here it would be real boring and but you used to do three hours by yourself i, know, I, don't, know I, mean, I don't know how in the world well i was sitting in a radio station and it just was able I, I had a lot of good material at the time but i i'm not as so that was an oh eight oh eight oh nine in there all right I like a good Gregorian chant. Is it? Is it? <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, that song had elements. See, Crosby still. No, he's. She's talking about you talking for three hours. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked that up. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Whatever. Well, and he probably broke into song every once in I'm a while sure for did. real. I'm sure he did. No, we did. Well, I did want to talk about something. It's tis the season. Tis the season. I know there were some chilly Halloween trick-or-treaters this past Tuesday night. Um, I heard that traffic was way down this year. Oh, I bet. I bet. I mean, remember, weather is always a huge factor, right? I mean, if it was Never sunny stopped and me. The, the kids and their cute little, their little things, you know. But maybe just, it was they were moving a little faster. Somebody was laughing about the tears that were shed not laughing in a mean sort of way but just the tears that were shed by children who had to cover their costumes up with oh, coats sure yeah i i remember uh, you know 1976 i was george washington <laughs> does not and, surprise and me. let me tell you <laughs> that that costume was kind of chilly <laughs> you would have been what 12 were you born in 64 65 You'd have been about eleven. Telling yeah. all the secrets. At, well, it was. Remember, it was nineteen seventy. It was. It was. Kind of it was a, a celebration. It was a bicentennial uh, celebration. You put a gray wig on your head. It was. A, I had my plastic mask on. You know, with the cutout eyes. Okay. But I'm just saying that the little costume was a little brief, and you know, having to wear the winter coat over top of it was kind of a bummer. All right. So was it was like George Washington in a skirt or something. No, I was George Washington, flat out. All right, go ahead. All right. Okay. <laughs> but any rate. It's tis the season. It's yeah. fall. And one of, obviously, when it's fall, all of a sudden, we've got the big push for, you know, it's it's flu season. And yeah, you know where I'm going with this. And it's it's timely because um, I actually was reading of, I was reading the, the, it was a printed version of Pfizer's recent, uh, what do you call it, their um, conference call with investors. And I read the entire script, right and now. they I mean, are hurting. Oh, they are hurting. They are hurting. And guess what? Their new marketing plan is mix flu. the COVID shot with the flu shot. Yes, they're the whole marketing push. Can is you even to, get one without the other mixed into it now? Or I mean, if you I don't. have no clue. But their their marketing plan is to bundle the annual flu shot and the COVID shot. Is I mean that's this is their this is their big marketing strategy. Also, while rolling out their new RSV vaccine, which I don't know if you are if you're familiar with what that, that involved. That's the respiratory syncytial virus um, that GlaxoSmithKline already got theirs approved, and they're they're way in front of Pfizer with Pfizer's. It's called a Brevso A B R Y S V O. But anyway, so you know the, just the stock uh, of Pfizer 
you know, hit $55.72 on January 7th of 2022, Mm -hmm. today it trades at $30.36. So that's what, uh, like a 45% Yep, Uh, here's here's October 31st, CNBC. Pfizer swings to quarterly loss due to Paxlovid, is it Paxlovid? Paxlovid, Paxlovid, and the COVID vaccine vaccine write-offs because nobody's purchasing them and nobody's taking them. Well, they thought the everybody government. was going to just take them. Uh, like they do a flu shot every year. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, that, the, that's the, their plan. That's what they still By the want. way, uh, Pfizer wrote a $1 million check to the Republican Party of Kentucky. It wasn't made a lot of i asked you've our congressman mentioned, mentioned that before i asked our congressman what do you think of that and he said well i'm not the rpk that was his statement so well, everybody in government is tainted uh and i'm going to call it tainted because that's what's starting to come out in the press with with uh with pharmaceutical money you know well speaking I mean, of tainted, let me just tell you you know you don't you think these guys are going to go down without a fight and everything will be shown to be what it is when the tide goes out the people that are swimming naked get revealed who is in who who's tied in with the pharma companies okay well i'd like to i would like to discuss that tainted remark because the remark wasn't tainted all right well i'm i'm going to talk about tainted which is a very important developing story, and I'm not sure many people understand this, I am not discussing the safe and effectiveness of the COVID vaccinations. I am steering away from that. I don't want, I'm not going there today. I'll go there another day, but I won't go there today. That's a separate issue. I just have a problem for any company writing a million dollar check to uh, a political party and everybody just acting like it's not a big deal. Well, Let's get back to the tainted part. It is news, and it is confirmed that the Pfizer COVID vaccinations and boosters were contaminated with SV40, which is simian virus 40. Where, where is that confirmed? Which is full what? statement. What is exactly. That? So you want to... Let, Who's let, confirming let me, that? Health Canada's already... It, multiple, multiple entities, including Health Canada. So they, they put Canada. a virus in it? Let's, let's hold back. Why is SV40 important? You're like, when you just said, what is that? Please. So let me just... Let, let's, let's let you know that it was removed from polio, the polio vaccination manufacturing process. It was removed because it, had, it was due to concerns about links to aggressive turbo cancers. The polio vaccination used in the 1950s and the 1960s were found to be contaminated with SV40 as the virus was present in monkey kidneys cells that were used to grow the vaccine. They got, they took it out of the polio vaccinations. Okay. There is a debate among scientists right now. Does SV40 cause cancer? Because it's used as an enhancer to drive the gene transcription during the vaccination manufacturing process. That's what I said. So let's, let, all right, everybody's like, well, what the hell does that mean? So let me just jump over to a professor of oncology at St. George's Hospital and medical, at the medical school in London. Recently published what he and his colleagues are seeing, which they wrote about 
it and, and it's published, is a quote unquote epidemic of explosive cancers with metastatic spread. Metastatic. Metastatic. Met, meta, sorry, I'm looking at that. It says metastatic. I mean, metastatic. Metastatic. Wait a minute. No. Say it again. Metastatic. It metastasizes. I thought it was metastatic. All right. You're right. I'm, I'm wrong. I'm so confused. Yeah, now. me too. Go anyway, on. Say the right. page. Any rate, epidemic of explosive cancers following COVID vaccinations. And in an interview, what they do is they try to attempt to explain why did Pfizer fail to disclose the SV40 promoter to regulators. And he says, quote unquote, they hit them so that it's not just the fact that, that they're there. It's the fact that they were purposely hidden from regulators. And so how has the FDA responded? So please know that this is already out there and this is being discussed. How has the FDA responded? I, I, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Don't you think that I have their response already? So here they, here they are. They have been, uh, they've been accused of, you know, that they're actually being urged to recall their vaccinations because of these DNA fragments with the SB40 in them. And this is how they responded. With over a billion doses of the mRNA vaccines administered, no safety concerns related to the sequence of or amount of residual DNA have been identified. With regard to the FDA-approved mRNA vaccines, available scientific evidence supports the conclusion that they are safe and effective. So in other words, we don't need to look anymore because everybody's already taken the shots and they're doing just fine. That's the FDA said that? That's what the FDA said. They're doing just fine. Now, Except the, for the fact. Now, the issue is, is that it's, people are not doing just fine. And that's what I was trying to say is yeah. now all of a sudden these health entities, including, as I said, Health Canada, um, have come out and said our cancer rates are exploding. The type of things that we are seeing, we have never seen before. So this will not, my my. My, but it's safe and effective. My reason for sharing that is is that we should be asking questions. And if they cannot be answered definitively, then everyone should just pause for a moment and decide what's best for them one way or another. Well, it's just like our we, when we um, people come in to meet with us about their portfolios. One of the things that that our Mike Johnson has always said is ask questions, at, ask lots of questions. We encourage a lot of questions from our clients about their portfolio so that they're educated and know what they own and all of that. It amazes me that people do not ask more questions about things that relate to their health. They just take things and don't ask what. That's right. That's right. And I've, I've talked about this even a couple of years ago. I told you that the FDA quietly, quietly removes about 4,500 products, medications, and medical devices from the public, fr from opportunity to buy every year because they made a mistake. And so when you're talking about a situation where Pfizer failed to disclose this SV40 promoter to regulators like the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the European Medicines Agency, and Health Canada, one has to ask why. 
one has to ask oneself why. So I don't understand evil, but I sense it, and that's all I'll say. Well, I, you're certainly seeing a backlash to Pfizer right now. You know, when it's if it's in, in its current stock prices and people's general feeling about Pfizer. So. Um, you know, and, and it, it actually goes to explain why you, you mentioned this last week, just being funny, but nobody wants to speak about the fact that less than 3% of eligible Americans got a booster shot in September. And does that, does that spell, you know, is that, is that going to be a problem for the manufacturers of vaccines in the future? I think it's probably affected even people that are taking the flu vaccine. I was told... By a doctor a long time ago, you have to boost. He was a well-known doctor here in town. He says the the best disease, the best the best uh, defense you have against any disease is to strengthen your immune system. He said that. He said, don't you know? You don't need to rely on vaccines. You don't need to rely on uh, antibiotics. You need to be, you have, have a strong immune system. Then all of a sudden this whole thing came along and the medical establishment just suddenly went the other direction. The interesting part of human behavior that I see now is a lot of people are acting like all this stuff never happened. They don't remember that they told you not to come to family gatherings. There, there was this moment of absolute mania you're talking about if you weren't vaccinated. Yeah. There, there's this moment of absolute mania where now people are sort of pretending like that insanity never happened. I remember it very well. It did happen. It happened in my own family, you know, and it happened over and over again. And people went nuts. And some of them are still nuts uh, over this thing. And I refused to go nuts. I wasn't going to play my sanity that I have has been hard fought. I, it, you know, it doesn't come easy to be a, 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 a try to have sound thinking and acting. Well, part of and, sound you know, thinking is doing your research, making decisions with for I have yourself. To deal with on a yeah, daily you have basis. You've got it so rough. You know, it's like I have to work really hard to kind of get through. And just think you were locked up with. with, with this part Not of long. the equation. Oh, yeah. Well, long enough that we knew that we needed to get back to work, right? Well, you know, yeah. I, I don't, I can't speak to how everybody had to process what they were thinking and feeling during the last, you know, during when it was really bad. And you're right. Nobody wants to remember how bad it was. Well, Germany kind of during Nazi times, they... They tried to then deny it. A lot of it happened. And that's what the Nuremberg trials were about. I think at some point we will have our own version of the Nuremberg trials that lasted 60 years, you know, and it'll be past the, me being dead. But the, the thing that I'm trying to say is there's going to be a lot of fact finding. And now it's beginning to obviously come out. People are pushing back. Well, that's They're not what buying the liberal line on everything. Well, that's why I believe that this issue of the contaminants in the shots will be might be the the might be the tipping the, point. The tipping point. Yeah, I was going to say the pivotal point, tipping point. However, you want to look at it. 
Yeah, they want to keep that gravy train going. Moderna, I hear, is like collapsing. Collapsing. That's what, that's really? what I said. That, that it's all three. It was a, never a company you'd heard of anything. For, it's almost like it was built just to make vaccines. What other things do they make? I don't know. We might have to <laughs> fill everybody in next week because we're out of time for this week. You've been listening to the Tom Dupree Show with Missy Clifton sitting in with Tom. If you'd like to hear more of the Tom Dupree Show, you can always go to our website, dupreefinancial.com, and click on the radio tab. As always, we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. Say that fast three times. We'll be back in just a few minutes with our financial hour. Stay tuned. It's hard to know just how the story ends. The road is long and it takes its time on